0: Well, welcome to our sixth episode of Point of View Uncensored. Again, I am Dr. Renaissance, and I let my co-hosts introduce themselves.
1: Sure. My name is Dr. Jake. I'm a professor at the University of West Georgia. I specialize in psychoanalysis, critical theory, uh, humanistic psychology, among a few other disciplines. And what's up, everybody? It's DJ, also known as DJ
2: the Great. Uh, Happy to be with y'all again, give a little bit of my perspective on things.
0: Yes. So today we have a, a two special guests with us today. Um, one is by the name of Jimmy Hill and Miss Tammy uh, Featherstone. Um, Jimmy Hill is the father of uh, the late Mr. Jimmy Atkinson, which was a victim of police brutality. And Miss Tammy Featherstone is the aunt um, of the deceased, uh, Mr. Jimmy uh Atchison. So, I'll let you two introduce yourselves and, you know, give an introduction of who you are. Welcome. Welcome to the show, um Mr. Hill and Miss Featherstone. Thank you. Thank you. So, um before we get started, we want to just give give you guys an opportunity to give your side of the story cuz I know a lot of people may not be familiar with the story of Jimmy Atchison, So, if either one, one of you can give a brief um overview of what te- what particularly happened with the case and where you are now with that case.
3: Well, I'm gonna let start. You want to start it out?
4: Okay. Um, Jimmy Asikson was killed by former Atlanta police officer Sun Kim on January the twenty second, two thousand nineteen. A young lady. Um, a, a young lady went to the police department and filed a warrant on Jimmy, saying that he took her phone at gunpoint. Um. The detective spoke with several witnesses. The witnesses said that Jimmy never had a gun. He never took her phone. Um, It was said that Jimmy asked to use the phone and he walked off with the phone. Jimmy and the young lady knew each other. Um, They were associates and everything. And um, when we saw the police report, the police report said that there was conflicting stories uh, from the witnesses and the young lady that, Filed the warrant, so they said that they wasn't going to issue a warrant because they needed to do more investigation, as if they knew that something in the story wasn't right, so they were still investigating. Somehow, a warrant was signed. Um, there's a task force that normally execute warrants and everything, so Officer Sun Kim was the head of that task force that was executing the warrant for Jimmy. Um, They went to Jimmy's um, baby mother's house, the mother of his um, son. They went to her house. They did not have a warrant for her house. Um, They went to her house to arrest Jimmy. Jimmy jumped out of the window. Um, Jimmy ran into another unit. And um, someone told them that they saw him run in the unit. The officers never saw him run into the unit. So at that time, the officers never should have have gone into the unit after Jimmy. They should have called SWAT, which they did not do, which was a violation of their um, codes and everything because they should have called SWAT at that time because Jimmy was basically what you call barricaded inside the unit. And when an officer does not see a, a suspect go into a unit, they're not supposed to enter that unit because of safety reasons. Officer Sun Kim chose to do that along with three other officers. Um, Jimmy was hiding in the closet. He was given two commands: one to come out, and the other is to not move. From what their statement says, he came out with his hands up. Officer Sun Kim felt like his hand was a gun, and he shot Jimmy one time in the face under his left eye. Um. If this was about seven thirty, eight o'clock in the morning. There's no way, broad daylight that he thought Jimmy's hand was a gun. That's impossible. So, um, right now, we've met with the new district attorney. Um, she's peddling around the evidence, I guess. Um, the former district attorney, Paul Howard, had come to the decision to take the case to the grand jury because he found that Officer San Kim killing Jimmy was unjustifiable. Um, before he could get it to the grand jury, the uh, COVID hit and the grand jury was out. Um, once the grand jury came back, they decided that they only wanted to hear cases of people that was incarcerated. They didn't wanna do any um, outside cases until further notice. Um, Paul Howard was voted out, Bonnie Willis was voted in. As a new district attorney, uh, we met with her. Her quote-unquote words to us was, um, she didn't want to hear anything about what Paul Howard findings were. She didn't want to read Paul Howard's report. She fired Paul Howard's entire staff. None of Paul Howard employees worked for her. That's not what we was in her office to discuss. We was in her office to discuss how she's going to hold these officers accountable for the murder of Jimmy Atchison. So we're still here, here, waiting to hear from the district attorney, Bonnie
3: Willis. I'm gonna add to that. Um, you know, my, my son, my son Jim, he was, he was unarmed and surrendered. Um, and he didn't deserve to die in with the manner in which he died. Uh the witness came forward, Ms. Miss Lame Fashion, and um the girl that accused Kelly Brogan, uh, named at Passion a friend, and she came forward after being questioned by police on numerous occasions, and she told that there was no arm that there was no gun. She said now the police questioned her over and over and over and over. So it's because Allon police failure to their slackness and their carelessness and the failure to properly investigate is one of the reasons why my son, Jim Ashton isn't dead. Also, Sean Kim was a 26-year veteran with a number of violations. Uh, and I was trying to figure out how he was able to be in charge of the task force uh, after all the uh, violations that he had. Uh, um, uh, uh, Question about eternal affairs and, 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 other, and other accusations. Sean Kim, he lied about my son, had a history of violations against police. And that was a lie. My son had one one case against police. It was a misdemeanor uh, in 2018. And it stated that the accused did not press charge. He lied about that. He lied about about the situation where he violated FBI and task force policy. Put it that way. Uh, Anytime a subject is barricaded, you're supposed to call SWAT. That's proper procedure. Now, I want to point something out to you. 22 days 22 day later, a white dentist in Brookhaven had a 10-hour standout at which, with police in Brookhaven, in which SWAT was called. And they sent in a robot. They sent in tear gas. They went in, and they had a tussle with the man, a room full of guns. Just did like the room my son, but then guess what? He came out without a scratch. My son came out with a body bag. Four officers in a room with their guns drawn. Four officers in the room with their are drawn. Son Kim told them to freeze, don't move. Another officer told them to come out with their hands up. As my son raised his hand, he shot him right below the eye, blowing out his brain. And now the mayor played a part in blocking, and the police on in blocking Paul being from, from interviewing the officers. Because according to the statements, one officer stated that my son, I, I can I can get the I had a book over there where I can quote the officer's name. One of them quoted my son brought his right hand up. Another officer said he brought both his hands up together, like in a motion as a gun. And one other officer said that he just brought his hand up. For a conflicting statement, the evidence is on uh for the County Gay finding witness is on her desk. It was on Keisha Bottle know about it. And from the very beginning, Atlanta Mayor Keisha Bottom. You place a dark cloud over this situation all because allowing police failure to pop and investigate. And it's just showing us that a black life them don't mean nothing to them. My son life don't mean nothing to them because all we ask for is to be fair, to be treated fair, and the truth and justice. And yet to see it again as the kiss. So we, we keep fighting, we're going to fight. And I've been playing obstacles and hurdles, placing our way, playing a political game. Uh, my son, my lord, my son, this ain't a game we playing. And my son' life is worth more than
0: just being a game. Well, I'm sorry. Um, I do apologize that you know you guys are currently going through that litigation right now. Um, you know, I definitely keep you in my my prayers um, as you guys litigate through that process. Um, it's definitely a lot of information. I want to try to impact all the information that you have stated. So I know you said start off with a young lady claiming that he stole a cell phone, and and so she she requested a warrant based off. Him taking her cell phone is that what that's that's my understanding I'm getting.
4: Yes, yeah, she it, when he walked out with her phone, she waited three to four days later to go file a warrant saying that he took her phone at gunpoint. Basically, he robbed her for her cell phone. And who
0: who who is she? Kelly Brogan. K e l l y b r o g a n. And who is she in relation to um, Mr. Atchinson? Nothing. She has no
4: relation with Mister. Mister. She was a friend of Miss, a uh, young lady that Mister. Ashton was dating.
0: Oh, so she's she's a friend of someone that he was dating. Mm-hmm Okay. Um. Interesting. Um. Why do you think she did that? What What happened was some guys had she. She was a booster.
4: And a booster? he gave guys some clothes. And they didn't pay her for the clothes, and she figured that Jimmy knew the guys, and he just wasn't telling her who the guys.
0: Hello, you still here? here? Yeah, yeah, I'm uh-huh. here. I'm listening. I'm sorry you broke up. Yeah, so you were saying that I didn't I didn't hear the last part. You said that um, so she was a friend of a person that he was dating, and she was a booster, and she didn't get she she, she was selling clothes, and they didn't pay for it, and they said he had. She might have knew something about it is that, that what drove her to find a warrant Mhm. Mhm. so why do you think the police officers took that warrant
4: I don't know I, I, I honestly honestly think and this is this is this is just information that was given to us I'm not sure how accurate the information is but we were told that Officer Sun Kim went to the judge and said that Jamie was a flight risk and that's how the warrant was signed So what's the flight risk? That means that Jimmy could leave the state of Georgia or the country and go somewhere else. Jimmy's entire family is in Atlanta, Georgia. Jimmy has two kids in Atlanta, Georgia. Jimmy did not have a passport. He could barely keep up with his ID. So Jimmy was not going anywhere. He would never, ever leave my mother, his grandmother.
1: Uh, First of all, I'm really sorry for for your... Uh, the loss of Jimmy. Uh, It's a tragedy that should have been avoided. What we've been talking about on this podcast um, has to do with issues of systematic racism, police reform, among other related topics. And, um, you know, I'm curious and looking forward to hearing uh, your your guys' perspective in terms of, you know, where did the system fail you You know, at what point did you realize, you know, that this isn't a just system?
4: To be honest, um, before this situation became a part of our life, we really didn't pay any attention, and that's that's to be honest, and that's like a lot of people. Um, you never really take it serious until it hits your doorstep. Um, I feel like the justice system has failed us because the laws that are in place that protects these officers from being charged in cases like this needs to be changed. Those are old, old laws, and they need to be changed. Um, things are so bad here in Georgia to... Um, I formed an organization um, called Georgia Moms United. And this organization is based here in Atlanta. And we have over 15 mothers now that's fighting the same battle that my family is fighting. And um, it, it's, it's sad, it's very, very sad. And it, it's like, uh, we vote these people into office. Once they get in office, they give you their behinds to kiss. And that's including our mayor, Keisha Lance Bottoms. Um, To be honest, I voted for Keisha. I voted for Keisha because first of all, she was a black woman. Secondly, because she was from the same place that I'm from Southwest Atlanta uh, and the west side of Atlanta. So for several of those reasons, I voted for her. I'm thinking that Keisha would get into office and make a difference. Once she got in office, she did nothing. Nothing in her four years of being in office, nothing, nothing for the community, nothing to help these families that's fighting against police brutality. Uh, My nephew was killed during the week of Super Bowl. She tried everything in her power to get this swept under the rug. No media would cover his story because Super Bowl was more important than Jimmy Atchison's life. Let me
3: say something. I want to add something to that right now. You know, when when, he, when when Jimmy was first killed, it took Atlanta Mayor Keisha Bottom two months to come out of her condolences. In a meeting that was set up, uh, we were scheduled to meet Chief Seal uh, at, at our uh Tanya Miller office, uh, which attorney agreed for the NAACP was there also. And, and all of a sudden, Keisha Bottom just popped up out of the blue. Uh, our first of like, we had uh, at City Hall, police, Keeser police force, they order had to come up to. they forced us in. They brought the gates out, said 20 police is up there. All the time we were saying was just for them, no justice, no peace. And we had children with them. They kept pushing the gates in closer. 20 more police come up on by so They were their thing to intimidate us. Uh, when the day Keeser Bottom came, Condolences for what we knew were false. It was the day before a town hall meeting that was scheduled for Cascade Methodist search. And we she had over 60 police officers that were waiting on us because she knew we were coming. But we weren't coming to bring so trouble. We were coming to bring awareness to this situation. So we we were escorted out the premises, even though people stood up and they cheered because a lot of people didn't know what was going on. Uh, a lot of people didn't know what was going on. So it's like, Every move we make that she was, this, she was down, you know, it's like a chess match. And it, but it was a political game with for, 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 for us. Song Kim, I, I, I want to let you know something. And, and this comes from Powell Howard right here. Song Kim, I'm sitting flat You can't hold the You got it. okay. It said, in this instance, the operational plan submitted by TFO Task Force Officer Ken requires him to receive the permission of a supervisor to deviate from the prior approved operation plan to call SWAT if the subject were barricaded. It is mandatory to use SWAT in apprehension of a fugitive if the subject is barricaded, as Mr. Ashton was in this case. It said. The, the task force failed to comply with the contingency conden- for a barricaded subject as prescribed in the approved operational plan in violation of FBI domestic investigation and operational guide. TFO Kim did not contact the Atlanta SWAT team even though the subject was barricaded, nor was there an operational plan that gave directions for the for the task force to detain a barricaded subject. So they said so he violated, he violated in every every way possible, he violated. My son, human rights, and civil rights—he violated Task Force policy, and, and he just continued. I had a book. It, this book comes from from Paul Howard's staff in the Public Integrity Unit, and this is a book that will get ready to be presented be presented to a grand jury. And it also explains how about how um, TFo Kim lied to the to the Task Force member at the briefing by stating that Mr. Ashton had a history of resisting arrest and fighting police officers, despite evidence to the contrary. The previous arrest warrant for the charge of obstruction was issued on August 17, 2018, in states that accused did not offer and did not do violence to the person of said officer. And Mr. Aston has no other arrest for violence against police officers, but he but he stated that that uh, he stated that my son, he lied, he stated my son had a history About violations against police officers and and he made a statement that said uh i want to use deadly force he
4: told the officers to use deadly force when they was entering the unit to apprehend
3: Jimmy. told me you about the deadly force yeah hold on i'm just want to show you something i want you to see how how important the information is to get out because it is very important information and we haven't been able to get it out yet. This information just came in not
0: too long ago. I want to go on and and give DJ an opportunity to ask a question. Um, we can go back to that, those documents, um, later in, in our interview. So go ahead, DJ. Uh, Thank y'all for joining us and my condolences for your
2: loss. Um, when you do receive your day in court, um, what is your desired outcome from this case
4: um my desire is for son kim to be charged with the murder of jimmy atchison and to be given the maximum sentence that he should receive for that murder
3: and i think that he should be and it, it should be a price I think that Kelly, let me tell you, I think that Kelly Brogan, the girl who started out in front of the beginning, that should be a price. She should be charged also. But it's like they don't hear her. Uh, our, our attorney tried to uh, send investigators out, Tony to send investigators to talk to the girl, and the girl would not come to the door. She would not come to the door. There have been no press on her. So why, why, why? I would say that she off the hook. She should be charged also because she's the one who started all this. The lies from the very beginning. And also, I think it should be put more. It should be accountability. Accountability for the other officers that were in the room with Sean Kim, who 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 who, who murdered my son. Because it, you got to understand that it. if it it's four officers in the room with guns drawn. One of them tell you, and, and, and if Sean Kim he say fear for his life, that's why he killed my son. If Sean Kim fear for his life, then they fear for his life. Why only one shot? Intended to kill And if we can get this book out and get the information out, it would show from the beginning how he lied about everything. Why only one shot? Why only one shot? Why didn't the other three officers shoot? Because they, they know that one my son, they knew my son didn't have a gun. Sean Kim knew my son didn't have a gun. He was unarmed on, on, that's running. Knew it, and my son was just afraid. That's all only was. He was just afraid. Like every black man is in America when it comes to the police, they're afraid. What black man had to run? They shoot you in your bed. Breonna Taylor was in her bed. Atiana Jefferson was that, playing video game. So, I mean, no matter front, back, surrounded, uh, young man in Milwaukee was shot in front of his children. So, what, what is, it's always skewed. Kill the black man, hide behind your bag, and then tell a lie that you fear for your life. If song can't feel it, his like, why only one shot? If song can't feel it, his like, why didn't the other three officers shoot?
2: And what did you say ended up happening with the young lady, Kelly Brogdon?
4: Nobody can find her. N- nobody know where she is. Um, she we've been told that she moved back to Florida. Um, we, we have no idea. We, we have no idea where she is. Um, if
3: she they wanted to find her, they can find yeah. her. I mean. She
4: refused to speak to our attorneys. Um, she refused to speak to um, the NAACP. Um, she she just refused to speak to anybody. I don't know if they told her not to speak to us or what.
2: Why do y'all feel that this uh, story hasn't reached like national level of attention yet?
4: I feel like it really hasn't reached national level of attention because it happened during Super Bowl. So I, the the news stations here in Atlanta, they were more focused on Super Bowl than they were on Jimmy atchison Life, like I said. Secondly, um, I don't know. We just we just need to get it to the right media and we need it to get need to get it out of the state of Georgia. It needs to be a world, you know, known worldwide.
3: I think because I think one of the reasons I'm adding uh, with said, uh, so I think one of the reasons is and now it's about relationships uh, and not about relationships. I mean, you know, from the very beginning, we asked in our office, a call was made to uh T.I., uh, and, and and ask him, well, what you gonna do about the Aston case? And as I finally see, I said he don't want nothing to do with it because he was a friend of Keisha Bottom. Learning more about relationships, that's uh-huh. what it's about. Where if, 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 if I don't, if you know what you are I ain't with this case, then boom. And that's the same thing I feel like what's going on with finding with it. Not just the police, you know, dumped all that money in their pocket, but Keisha Bottom is her mentor. And I don't see a going against Keith about him So, you know, it's a whole lot of things. That, that's what Atlanta not about. It is like, damn the life of a black man. Damn the life of them, asking everybody else. We're going to be about, We going to keep it, you know, we're going to keep it the way we got it. And it's like, if it there's something that needs to be broke up. But wrong is wrong, no matter who said it or who did it. And Atlanta, Atlanta Police Department were wrong in their investigation. Uh, 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 they didn't probably investigate the one. Kelly Brogan was wrong, a lot of Mayor Keisha Bottom was wrong, all the political games she played, I didn't play that dark cloud over this situation. And, and I'm very upset with, with, with Black leadership and the Black, black pastors because how can you come together and, 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 and boycott Home Depot, some of the top Black pastors in Atlanta, and, and, enjoy, and boycott Home Depot, and you won't say nothing when it comes to to to, 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 to 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 police killing these young black men, our future. It's just, it just being honest, too many scared black people in Atlanta and too many selfless black people in Atlanta. You know, because it's just trying to stop being lying instead of be manipulated and controlled by white supremacy. And that's just the bottom line. I'm
4: going to be honest. It, it, I don't think it's about them being scared. It's about the funding. If they speak out too much on certain situations, then their nonprofit organizations will not get funded. Um, people think that Fannie Willis removed herself from the Rashard Brooks case for other reasons. The truth is that she removed herself from the um, Richard Brooks case because his um, the officer that shot Richard Brooks, his attorney donated funds to her campaign. So that is a conflict of interest. She had no choice but to be removed from that case. Um, These officials need to stop taking donations from these attorneys and the police union. And because I feel like we would never get justice if they keep being allowed to take, you know, donations from these type of organizations. It's a scratch my back, I scratch your back type of situation. That's what I feel like the issue is here in Jimmy Atchison case. Because there's a police involved shooting. She's the new district attorney. She's a very disrespectful district attorney as well, must I add. She's
3: I'm very see, I'm disrespectful. What I, say. I think it's too many, it's that it, too it many too many scared black people in Atlanta. In leadership, it le- it too many selfless, and too many scared black people in leadership. They're scared of repercussions. They're scared what might occur if they if they, if, if, if they do the right thing. So they continue to allow it to be manipulated controlled. Mm-hmm. And white supremacists right at the head of their they got it, it, dealing with the police and everything, from from money in their power, from taking taking control, taking, taking back control. Even the faith-based church, I just can't understand how these black leaders in that now everybody talk about uh everybody when it when it comes to several things that ever about the Baptist church, everybody wanna quote the quote of Dr. Martin Luther King, but so many black pastors and so many black leaders leaders done stray so far away what Martin Luther King was about. Martin Luther King was about fighting for justice. He was about fighting against police brutality. And then, like he said, we cannot be satisfied as long as black Americans continue to be the victims of the unspeakable horror of police brutality. My son, Jim Affleck, one of them victims of the unspeakable horror of police brutality, And we're going to keep fighting.
0: Do you think it, it could have, how could he have prevented this from happening as far as what responsibility or role did Mr. Atchison play in this uh, situation and also um, I know I was reading about I know the FBI being involved and I know I, I see a $20 million lawsuit that was filed against um, against Atlanta Public, I mean I'm sorry the Atlanta Police Department so if you can go into that as well as um, talk about you know what, what role did Jimmy Atchison play in this whole case
4: The only role Jimmy Atchison played was he never should have walked out with the cell phone he never should have walked off with the cell phone. He, Jimmy running was an instinct of I'm going to die either way. If I sit here, I'm going to die. If I run, I'm going to die. So his first instinct, along with a lot of blacks, is to run. And it was to run.
3: you scared. I don't been in that position
4: before. 21-year-old and the police coming at you, They went. they went to Jimmy like Jimmy was a hard, hard, Hard criminal that has a huge, huge back, you know, record of m- maybe murder and all type of stuff. This is how they went into that unit at Jimmy.
3: I want you to ask yourself a big question, Him. If we know my son didn't do it on the road, we knew it from the beginning. So, why would you have a federal task force? Why would you get the feds involved? if Atlanta police used to deal with armed robbery and murdered all day long. And you got to remember now, when you look at look up the facts, 11 Atlanta police and two federal tax force members. 11 Atlanta police and two feds. What was the reason for getting the feds involved? I believe to get it up, up the attention there. Because once you FBI involved, then you know it's another thing. It's a different thing than regular police. Yeah. And so it, it's like son Kim, he lied and everything. And it was his intention. It was, it was his intention to murder my son. It, it was his intention.
4: And it, has, it also has something to do with money. The more arrests they make, the more money
3: the feds give the city of Atlanta Police Department. It was it, it, it was his intention all day long to murder everything. All the evidence points to it. that's why I can understand yeah. why, why 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 it hadn't been in, why Sean Kim hadn't been indicted. Let the grand jury decide. Let the grand jury decide whether or not you know. And it, 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 um, I think it was twenty two years ago this guy got killed in Ohio. And you know what? And they charged him. And the police, he said he had it. the police told, told him to raise his hand and say, see if was a gun. And it was a line, he killed him. And you know what, they charged the police. They did the right thing. It seemed like everybody is about trying to take steps to do the right thing, but I now When I had I now indicted a police officer for the killing of a black man? And now about relationship, and not about covering up. And they wanted to sweep this case on the road from the beginning, but we we kept fighting and fighting and fighting. We refused to let them, they wanted to be quiet about this case. They think they can just fill out some money and that's it. Now, my someone can't even go to jail for murder, my son he, my son, leaves two kids behind will never get to see their father again. And that's what the lawsuit is for, his two children. My son, human and civil rights for violations. My son had a future. His future was destroyed. His future was stolen from him. My son had people who loved him. We love my son. We miss my son. His mother is, every day she's going through it, every day, she's trying to keep her sanity. His sister did. It, it took some of her two years. Well, it not been two year and a half years half so It took some of His sister two years to, to even start. Brother just stayed in the room, but they're staying in the room. We've been fighting this case, and this case has done. When Sean Kim pulled that trigger, our life will forever change.
0: And so, let's talk about that the 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 case with with this alleged, I guess, it's twenty million dollars, and the feds is involved. Can, can you go into that? Like, what's what is um, how is that case going? And um, like, what's going on with that case with twenty million dollars? Like, is it coming to an end, or is it something you can, that you think you can um, you can litigate?
4: It's in litigation that's something that we can't speak on.
0: I do have a question. Do you
2: think that when uh, Officer Sung um, retired from the Atlanta Police Department, do you feel that the reasoning behind that is like a a mission of guilt?
4: Well, they knew he was guilty, but um, it looked better for them to allow him to resign than to fire him. And now he works for the um, surveillance department for the FBI.
3: It's like he was rewarded. Mm-hmm. Rewarded by allowing me to keep about And the only reason why she allowed him to resign was because we put, we applied pressure. Because she wasn't even trying to, trying to even do that until pressure. The pressure started to Until people started talking, and she has evidence on her desk, and she still uh, uh, allowing him to, to fire you know, him would have been admitting they was wrong. That's one thing. They just let let her family suffer. Uh, and, 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 and my son's name just be in vain, his death be vain, everybody that do that stuff, just doing the right thing. It's like, where's the integrity? Where's the dignity and the character? It's like, leadership in Atlanta it just ain't, ain't about principle nothing no more. It's just about, you know, we, we just gonna watch each other back. That's what it is. We gonna and, keep watching. And you know what hurts me worse than anything?
4: When I post and somebody get under my post and say, well, he shouldn't have robbed there, or, well, he shouldn't have ran until you know the story, until you read the report, please don't judge a book by its cover. That, that's the main thing that's wrong with the people in the world today. Today, they always try to find a fault. I don't care if he ran, I don't care if he walked off with a phone, he did not deserve to die. He did not deserve to be shot in his face, executional style, and thank him deserves to be arrested and
3: charged with murder. For that, I mean, the evidence is right there. The evidence is out there now. All you have to do is go just for dinner. The, the evidence, everything is, is out in the open now. Everything is out in the open, but what's all in this book? And that's how Sean Kim violated number had a of violations, and how he lied and how he lied and how he plotted, knowing that he wanted he was going to kill my son. That was his intention. This sign my third message But this is my sign. <laughs> you got to get there. This is the side I had in a head of But that's the song, the I had. That song, Kim, the 26-year
1: veteran. That's my song, Jimmy Atchison. Okay, we see that. Go ahead. Yeah, I was going to just say, I was going to say that, um, all right, I was going to say that, you know, I think the the murder killing of um, Jimmy Atchison, another young, unarmed black Man, I think, goes to show the work that needs to be done in this country to address forms of systemic racism. Part of that work has to do with what was mentioned earlier in terms of why is it harder to charge police with crimes than it is the average citizen. We need to take a good, hard look at those laws um, that um, may be in place. And not only that, change the frame or change the perspective the way that we look at policing in general. And I think uh, fundamentally, you know, the institution historically in the United States, uh, the institution of police is racist. It's demonstrated that over and over again. And, you know, I'm I'm so sad and upset and, and angry that, you know, another life had to be lost in order to again... You know, prove that this is a a failed institution that needs to be rethought. Uh, So, yeah. Thank you. Know I appreciate the the your your story, and um, my heart goes out to you both. Yes, and
0: so we're gonna we're gonna. No problem. Any any time. And like I said. No problem. So we are gonna wrap up uh, this episode. Again, um I, I um I pray that, you know, justice will be served in your case, um, for your for your son and for your nephew. Um, and I will definitely keep you in my prayers. Um, so stay prayed up. I know um you will see justice for your families. Um, do you have any more last remarks before we head off? Um, we we just
4: the only thing that we want is for you guys to Um, bring the story, you know, bring awareness to what happened to Jimmy. Um, um, We will be having a press conference soon to um, let people know um, some of the reports, um, how Sun Kim really violated Jimmy's right and how he did not follow proper protocol when it came to arresting Jimmy. Um, these things need to be known. People need to know what he did um, so that they can stop assuming what happened.
3: And also, yeah, for, for the county, find it with his find with uh, telephone number. It's 404 612 4981. That's 404 612 4981 in demand. Son can't be indicted for the murder of Jimmy Edson. You know, it, it, it's time for accountability. No, it's time for excuses not played it out. It's time for accountability. It's time for acting, it's time for justice. You know, like I said, we're gonna keep fighting. Um we three years. We know freedom is never given freedom to one, And we're gonna keep fighting to kill my son's name, to keep his name straight, and we're gonna keep fighting for justice. I just wanna say justice
0: for Jimmy. All right, well, thank you for having you guys today. Um, Like I said, we'll definitely keep you posted and just keep us posted on any updates that happens from your case, okay? Okay,
4: thank
0: you. Thank you. Yeah, so as I close, um, great episode today. Again, my name is Dr. Renaissance signing off. I'm Dr. Jake, DJ the Great. And signing off. You guys have a great, wonderful day. Peace out.